Drink here now? Master. Little maestro. There we are, love. How's that? There we are. Do you get to give us a song, Kenna? <coughs> we wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a happy new year. We all like pudding. We all like pudding. We all like pudding. Kenna, 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 what would you like for Christmas? Master, I have decided I would like enough ball bearings to last the series through and fewer sill irons on the floors of the planets we visit. <laughs> Master, yeah. a question. Yeah. What is your desire at Christmas? <laughs> Back <to the> <laughs> Live from the wedding dress of the runaway bride, this is Doctor Who Podshock. This is Doctor Who Podshock, episode 61, for the week of Christmas, December 25th, 2006. My name is Ken Deep, alongside Mr. Lewis Trapani. Hello! And across the pond, <laughs> back in the UK where he belongs, Mr. Hello. James Norton. It's back a holiday episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, James. No, it's good <laughs> to be back in the UK, and I'm excited for The Runaway Bride, because we're recording this on... Uh, Christmas Eve, and I'm feeling very festive, and I've had plenty of mulled wine and mince pies and everything else that you're supposed to have at Christmas. And she hasn't shared feeling, with us yet. Feeling festively plump. Well, you probably don't want me to share that with you, Lewis. It's never good <laughs> to. And as we that. are recording this, we're only about a day away from the broadcast premiere of The Runaway Bride, which yeah, means that episode hours. 62 will be our review of The Runaway Bride. It will be a runaway review. Yes. So we're having a very light-hearted, festive-style Doctor Who pod shock today, as we are um, in holiday mode, as, as you can hear from Lewis's <laughs> bells, bells, jingle bells. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Would you like an apple pie with that? Oh, yes, boy. it's the holiday episode uh, number Lewis, two. Put them down. Put them down. <laughs> yes, um, it's Walkers in a Winter Wonderland. Yes, <laughs> we were listening to that earlier. <laughs> it's also our ref, ruddy, and roar version of Doctor Who Podshock. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't expect boy. anything too flashy today, guys. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to get this, as was previously mentioned, we were recording this on Christmas Eve, so we want to get this episode out just in time to appear on your new iPod that's under your Christmas tree or whatever holiday you may be celebrating in, in your gift basket and, um, and and have this episode um, be in it. Indeed, now, it's our Christmas present to you guys. Uh, in pre-production today... Uh, Did we have pre-production? Yeah. I was putting together uh, a Hasbro AT-AT for my nephew, and, and as we're speaking, <laughs> my, my kitten is tearing apart all the 
cardboard that was inside it. <laughs> I thought, I thought your town. kitten was inside of it, you know, the... Oh, no, no, that's, she's, she's a little bit too big for that now. So yeah, we're... Um, cute kitten you got there. Yes, a couple of things. One, the Doctor Who soundtrack from Murray Gold is out and available and in my possession, I might yes, add. Yes, a little yeah, Christmas, Christmas cheer of my own. <laughs> I downloaded it from uh, from iTunes, and it's something like the the number. I think it might even be the number one soundtrack on iTunes UK, which is pretty amazing. And it's that's awesome. the top twenty albums on iTunes. I don't have the exact figures because they change from day to day. But I'm I'm really enjoying it, it, James. It's very. It's actually very good. It's packed to the gills. It's got like something like twenty two tracks on it, or yeah, something great ridiculous. I mean, it's yeah. too bad that in iTunes, it's only in, in the UK uh, version of iTunes, to my yeah, understanding. Yeah, no, it's, it's not in the always... US, and um, I don't know why. It's, it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I guess it's licensing things. It's always the way, isn't it? Because there are certain things on the US store, because I'm a, I'm a bit of a geek, well. Yeah, no, it's true. We sat here talking the... about Doctor Who. Only a bit. But um, I love Weird Al. And only recently have you been able to get Weird Al songs on the iTunes Music Store in the UK. Of course, they've all been on the US version, but I guess it's it's it um, comes down to the studios and the distribution. Yeah, they and who's they probably they want X amount for what I don't know what it is, but it makes no sense. It's um, you know, with region coding on DVDs, it was because um, certain movies were being released at different times theatrically, and they didn't want certain countries to get the DVD before it was released in the mm-hmm. theaters and that sort of thing. But it makes no sense in the music industry since everything's really released worldwide on you know any given you know yeah, album. day and date. Yeah, so it it just makes no sense really in in that respect, and it's unfortunate. But on uh, on a happier note, um, Tom Baker the. Uh, the I don't know I I guess this came, we reported this on our website after we last recorded so we didn't mention it in our last episode uh, mm-hmm. but he did a recording of well actually it's mm-hmm. as you remember if you backtrack to last year he was doing the voice announcements for British Telecom um, BT um, I think it's British Telecom or British Telecom yeah that's right BT yeah. Um, when you were taking if you did a text message to a land phone if you're on your cell phone and you text message someone to on a, on a non-cell phone, non-mobile phone, like a land phone, it would be Tom Baker's voice. And he did, it was used for several months and, um, you know, where whatever your message you typed in, it would be Tom Baker's voice relaying that message to the person on the other side um, if mm-hmm. they were, you know, on a land phone. So um, mm-hmm. in there was um in in that same spirit he that um he, he's doing it again to raise money for the shelter um which is a a charity organization and um in and to go along with that he's um they did a song from the kinks you really got me which he sings and it's available through itunes both in the uk and the us and possibly other ah. um I, itunes stores as, as well and um in addition to eMusic and 7Digital, you can download it there. It's 99 cents, I know, from iTunes, and all proceeds go to the charity. It was um, produced by um, Mark Murphy, who is the person behind the fan site, Tom Baker Says. If you remember, you could go to that site yeah. and um, hear yeah, those. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. It's, um, it's And it, it would be really cool if they would have gotten the Human League to play on it, being that they did a song, a song called, called Tom Baker. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess the Human League were very busy. <laughs> of course. You know, they've got a 
schedule these days. Well, that's great, Tom <laughs> Baker. Doing You Really Got Me goes right up there with William Shatner's Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I'm sure it'll be a cult classic. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Here's a little bit of it. Yeah, you really got me going. You've got me so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you really got me now. You've got me so I can't sleep at night. <laughs> really, really good. Class. Class. I love Tom Baker. I've been watching those <laughs> classic episodes. Dude, that that is worth days. 99 cents on any planet, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant. Almost as good as Symphony. I was going to say, I'm going to have to do my Symphony remix. I'm going to have a. Symphony. <laughs> if, you, if you're looking for it on iTunes, we have a link to it from our website. There's a story on it called Who Really Got Me in our uh, Doctor Who News section. Uh, currently, it's still on our front page. And if you um, click the Read More, there's a link to the iTunes, um, at least the U.S. version of iTunes. It's available, obviously, in the U.K. as well. But, um, mm -hmm. but the link that we have right now is for the, the U.S. version. That's so really fun. The next big, big news is, of course, yesterday, which is quite interesting because, of course, on Friday, the, the 22nd, the um, Sci-Fi Channel completed the airing of Series 2 of Doctor Who with, of course, the double bill of the Army of Ghosts and Doomsday. But yesterday, Sci-Fi announced on, of course, the 23rd of December that Series 3 will be airing on the sci-fi channel starting in the summer of 2007 Moving they've secured the oh, rights to it uh -huh. and um uh, which this is all going according to a note on their own doctor who page um and of course series three will air on the bbc in the uk this coming spring there's no of course no official release date yet but of course it's been spring every year so far so that's what it's going to happen this year we assume mm-hmm uh, and if this plan by the sci-fi in the U.S. holds, uh, it will be the earliest ever turnaround of episodes broadcast since the start of the new series broadcast in the U.K. Because, of course, the series one took a full year and series two was about six months difference time. So, you know, I guess it will be uh, a month, less than a month, I guess. Yeah, that's that, the, uh, the fastest for the, for the sci-fi channel because, obviously, the CBBC had a week apart originally, you know, in well, 2000. Yeah. And their Christmas invasion was, what, 24 hours yeah. apart? Yeah, nothing. So Sci-Fi sci really Channel awesome. is, is harumphing itself uh, w without any merit, to be honest with you. So whatever, they're showing it next. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was interesting. No, it's great. Cool well, it, it is great news, of course. You know. And But I think it's just a testament to the fact of that how well Doctor Who must be doing in the U.S. as a... As a UK fan, I'm always interested in, in seeing how things are going around the rest of the world and yeah, uh, and there's picked up and yeah. Terrace had reported that there's um, on Forbidden Planet in, in the New York store they're having um, I think it's underground toys or under the, the new Doctor Who toys being that he's spotted there. Um, again, yeah. we have information on that on our website in our forum. So that's uh, obviously a, another um, testimony to the success of Doctor Who in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And um, and I, and you're hearing more about Doctor Who in 
not real. I mean, not that an abundance, but a sprinkle here and there in in like the mainstream media or whatever. Um, TV Guide had a thing about Rose and her departure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, at least we're getting some coverage with it. And I know when we first uh, first had the Chris Eccleston episodes here in the states, we were go Lewis and I in particular, and I know many people who who listen to the podcast. Uh, we're, you know, we we made an appeal to go and try and turn some friends onto the show, and 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 yeah, you did a whole campaign, Ken. You had like a whole, group, <laughs> you had a following that, and they and, decided and, you to, know, they wanted to start from the beginning with Unearthly Child, and since mm. since that point, uh, even just I I used the Doctor Who theme music, uh, a, a rock remix of it, uh, for my concert calendar on the Hair Hut, and uh, by the way, you can take a drink for my plug in that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, but uh, you know I've mentioned it to a lot of people, and I'm you know people t- see me in a Doctor Who T-shirt at work and stuff like that. So um, and some people know about the show or they've heard about it, but they don't know. Oh, I've heard about that show, but what is it? You know, and you start a, a dialogue with them, and hopefully they they get a chance to check it out. And that's how we're keeping that going. We're keeping turning people on to the show. And now that there are two full seasons available here in the states for people to catch on two different channels. BBC America and the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, the ability to expose people has doubled, and now we're going to get the third season. And, and you know, we have a, the new series has a little bit of its own history under its belt now, which is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm. So don't don't take your foot off the gas pedal, people. Keep keep turning <laughs> people onto the show. Yeah, because otherwise, <laughs> Grandma might get run over by a. Never mind. A Dalek. <laughs> Say. It's like the morning zoo edition with like the bell. Like, oh, we've got tickets to see Mandy Moore. Ding, 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 ding. Who the hell is Mandy Moore? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> There's well, too much going on. Um, according to Capricorn One, who's a regular in our, uh, on our site, the Radio Times, one of the premier TV listing guides in the UK, is giving away two complete 10th doctor audiobooks on cd for its um for four issues and yeah. um the first part is the feast of the drowned by stephen cole is in the christmas edition on sale well was on sale on the 12th of december and part two uh, um in the new year issue will be on sale the 29th of december and this is followed up by the stone rose by jacqueline rayner and with part one being on sale on the 9th of january and part two um, in the next issue on sale on the 16th of January. So I just yeah, received my cool. CD of uh, Feast of the Drowned, so I'm going to have a review yeah. of that coming up. Well, checking it out. I've got a couple of copies for you, lads, so uh, expect them to come your way shortly. Oh, well. Just to let you know. Ooh, yes, Virginia, swag. there is a Father Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems uh, tomorrow, I'm really excited, not just because it's Christmas, but also because there is loads and loads going on in the way of Doctor Who. There's not just the fact that um, <clears throat> there's the confidential called Music at Monsters, uh, 1 p.m. on Christmas Day. There's also the fact that the uh, Christmas concert will be this year's sort of red button episode, so you can watch mm-hmm. that by pressing the red button. There's a whole radio show on BBC Radio 1, which is going on for about three hours. Then there's the Runaway Bride on 7 o'clock, and then there's a, a bit of a gap for a few 
few days, and then you've got the Sarah Jane adventures on New Year's Day. So it's crazy. It's yeah, just... and, you, and you and then tonight there's a there's a Torchwood episode, a new episode, and then um, in the states on Sci Fi Channel they're showing the Christmas Invasion. I think at three p.m. if I recall correctly. Yes. Um, yes. You'll have a chance to see that if you haven't seen it yet. And it's funny yeah. that Sci Fi Channel is doing for the whole weekend is doing a movie marathon, but they are breaking to play one episode of Doctor Who in the middle of that marathon, being the Christmas uh, Invasion. Oh, and speaking of audios, there's a second series of David Tennant read uh, books on audio. Uh, the Price of Paradise, James, I think is one of them. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if there's... I know they usually come out in waves of three, but I got a, an email from Amazon UK, and in it was this uh, The Price of Paradise, along with uh, a few other CDs that have come out recently, but it doesn't show the other Tennant ones. And trying to find I know, I'm having great difficulty keeping up with everything because you know it seems that new doctor stuff is coming out all the time and you go on amazon uh literally daily and new stuff is there and is available it's just insane they really i mean we talked about um uh when of course when the day uh, david eccleston when the christopher eccleston <laughs> series was in full flow there was a distinct lack of merchandise, and I think we had several discussions and, and rants about it. Mm. Um, and we were saying, God, we hope that they get off the ball with this and all sorts of stuff. They really have. They've just gone mad. They've been listening to this podshock and said, hey, right, let's give them everything they could possibly want and more. Poor Taras's credit card must be, God knows what his... Well, I, I, I'm living my fantasies through Taras just because I can't afford it all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I'll tell you what, I was reading on the Podshock website today that uh, I think it was uh, Mike Duran. And Mike Duran, good old uh, friend from the north, as mm-hmm. you guys like to say, he bumped into Taras in New York. Oh, he, that's uh, right, because Mike was um, in New York for a bit. I think he still is. I think he's still. Yeah, he was in New York. Yeah, he's still in New York right now as, as we speak. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll read you the forum post. Uh, I'm looking out my uh, window right now for Mike. Up here. He said that, <laughs> Mike and Taras are just going to bum rush thing, Lewis's home. Yeah. He says, so a funny thing happened about an hour ago, 1 a.m. I'm in New York City for the Christmas holiday. And I'm walking along East 7th, wherever that is. A man walking to, towards me and seems to be wearing a Podshock hoodie. <laughs> As we pass each other, I take a wild stab in the dark and ask, Taris? It turns out it is Taris. Of the millions of people in the city, I think it's pretty remarkable that we were walking along the same street at the same time, and at 1am. Unfortunately, I was so amazed that I did a very poor job of explaining who I was. I mumbled something like, Mike D from the forum, but I'm not sure I mentioned which forum. Taras, you looked a little bit confused about this strange man who approached you on the street in the middle of the night. Sorry. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? That's great. That is a great story. And Taras then responds by saying, the confusion was from realizing that I now have another stalker and my cover is blown again. <laughs> the FBI will now have to move me to another city. I knew exactly who you were when you said Mike D. The strange thing is that 50 feet further in either direction you were heading a few months back in time, it was an another I like Doctor Who two encounter, although this one didn't have anything to do with Podshock. Isn't that amazing? That's just so awesome. It's certainly that, is. that really is. That's a 
I mean, what's the odds? There are a million stories in the Naked City, and that's one of them. <laughs> and they both, and he's wearing his pod shop. I know. He just happens to be wearing. I, the pod I think shop we got. I think that that deserves a DVD or something. I, I, I believe it does. Yes. <laughs> I, I def- the hard part is getting one Taras. that Taras doesn't. Oh, that's have. true. <laughs> <laughs> Taras, stop buying DVDs. <laughs> we'll get you the next one. But yeah, Taras, mate, you have to. Come on again. Do us another review. Yeah, we miss you, Taras. Come yeah, on. While, um, we would have, no pressure involved, but let's get 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 going with the lot of reviews and. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, get going, mate. Otherwise, uh, you know, no Christmas for you or anything. <laughs> oh, Taras, I told he he has an open invite. He's always welcome here. He's part of the the crew here, even though he's not he on is. every sh- uh, on every show. But um, he's always welcome. As is Mike, of course, yeah. Yes. And um, in fact, Mike was supposed to be on with us today, but we kind of, we, we wanted to get this podcast out and to you. And um, we, we, this sort of like, we had some scheduling difficulties and um, that's why it's been a long uh, gap between that's podcasts. That's why we're recording on Christmas Eve. That's why we're recording on Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. Eve. <laughs> and, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I've started a new job, so it, 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 I've actually been the guy who's been hindering no. Uh, Lewis and James from from getting these podcasts out as often as we'd like. And go it's been a collective effort. Project, <laughs> <laughs> well, now that James is back in uh, in the UK, we uh, will have a, a little little window of opportunity to to get some more out uh, a little bit quicker. But you know, we're going to have to between the Runaway Bride and all these uh, who related events in the UK, as James just pointed out, we're going to have to pump out a few this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, whenever you guys want to record is good is good with me, and we'll definitely have to get Mike on the next show because uh, he's always a lovely chap and he's, he's full of information. And uh, yeah, I, and I'm, if all I'm goes Mike. well, the everybody. next well, he has an update for us, so he's he's already prepared to come on. Ah. If all goes well, and in the next episode or two, we'll be having a, a news announcement of our own. Yeah, and, uh, some um, 2007 is some... looking looking like it's going to be one hell of a year for. Podcast. Some big news concerning the podcast, but nothing to be afraid Alarmed of. Alarmed about. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no big changes, but exciting stuff, nevertheless. Yes. But it reminds me, speaking of exciting stuff, um, I know this, I'm kind of dropping this in your lap, guys, but what has happened to this Blake 7 podcast? You've only got, what, like five or six days <laughs> well, to get it sorted? Well, the, the red-eye flight to the over? UK that I, that I had planned on taking to, to see the, the cult of Blake 7 somehow got diverted, and uh, um, we never did land in the UK for that, that, that special. <laughs> if, you ca- if you catch my drift. <laughs> it, it seems that our, our alternate means of watching british television uh mm-hmm. has failed us on, on this uh on this yeah part. very disappointing i don't know what's going on um you know I, I, hopefully um that that will change i hope <laughs> because i really want to see it so uh once once we have that that's really our our starting point our launching point for doing it we'll watch that and review that and talk a little bit about blake seven but that is the game plan uh, and we're hoping to have it. Well, we have one week to go on that, don't we, Lewis? Yes. Well, unless <laughs> might have to extend your deadline a little bit then. Oh no, we're sticking to that deadline, come hella high water. Well, time is all relative to a time lord. <laughs> we'll just go back to 2006 and. Do That's it. all. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sounds fair enough to me. Get helping you, Curtis. <laughs> So what else do we have? Oh, you know, I wanted to tell Lots you guys, I, I received the 
Monsters on Earth 10, which is the Silurians, Sea Devils, and Warriors of the Deep audio uh, adventures. The episodes on audio narrated by Caroline John and um, Katie Manning and Mm -hmm. Janet Fielding. After listening to Warriors of the Deep, I'm convinced Janet Fielding's the next one to come back. You know, we had Liz Sladen come back for Series 2. I'm thinking that we might see Janet Fielding in... Well, uh, she did, you know, agree to do that big finish. Um, you know, I think she's starting to work her way back in, and as the new, the new production mm-hmm. team and her warm up, I think that they will... Uh, I think there's a possibility she may come back. She's arguably the second most popular companion to Sarah Jane, and I think people would like to know, you know, what happened to her, especially if she left and she was very, she was very upset the last we saw yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Um, See what happened to our mouth on legs. Yeah, and I think there's a chance mm-hmm. to uh, to to round out or flesh out her character in a different way, and so and you heard it on Podshock first. I I, th- I think it's possible. I mean, she seems to have been a bit reluctant to come back to it because it seems like they had to really coax her to do an audio. But it seems that she really enjoyed working with the guys over at Big Finish. And you never know. I think if the right story comes along, it wouldn't surprise me that she would come back on the show. I'd like to see her because, of course, she's one of the most popular companions and... You know, I really enjoyed her character, and as you say, it would be great if we could see more of her. And oh, I don't know, I don't know how the BBC feels about it, but well, it would know, be very cool. Her character is very different from Sarah Jane as well. Of course, Jane, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was a very emotional part about her feeling empty. I don't think Tegan handled the, the situation the same way. So there's a there's a chance to have a um, to have a different well, take on yeah, the companion. I, I think what Ken is saying is that it would be a nice contrast between the Sarah Jane Smith return, epi- you know, um, that we saw in the last series, and whenever if Janet Fielding does come back, or I should say Tegan, you know, the character comes back, um, that would be very much contrasting against what Sarah Jane went through and. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and her experiences, and it'd be a nice juxtaposition to see how two different companions progress differently without it the Doctor. It would be great if, if she came back and was angry at the Doctor for something, mm. and it has held this resentment, and that would be, you know... Uh, <laughs> she's she's out drink. to kill the Doctor. She's an assassin. <laughs> she's, out, she's out to kill the Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the, the trailer, instead of a trip of a lifetime. She's out to kill the Doctor. Is that... No, I, I, <laughs> Do I hear a vacuum in the background? Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what it's like at Christmas. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure cool. that's what I'm hearing. You know, we're, <laughs> it's and well, our listeners James, know that we're not adding sound effects. It's <laughs> if James's mom is have is vacuuming, then I'm going to go around here and just start putting up some picture frames. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I've got like people walking in and out every five minutes. And it's a tradition on Christmas Eve. You vacuum the flat. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, guys. No, that's okay. But, uh, nothing I can do about here in the studio. Just you get some background noise occasionally. But... I'll cover it. What can bells. you do? Yeah, that's that's Happy Christmas. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> we talking about Janet Fielding, and uh, uh, we're speculating, and only speculating, on the return. Yeah, of, um, we haven't any inside stories, sadly. 
Um, but nice. something that, that goes um, beyond speculation, and this was first reported, I think, by Doc, Doc Skeptical on our, um, on our Forums, website, yeah. yes, and he posted a news item, is that um, there will be a way to get legally to download Doctor Who episodes. Um, you know, I know we reported this with Amazon.com in the past, but that was sort of like renting. It wasn't really... Yeah, it and, wasn't really buying it, and it was rubbish anyway, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So... BBC is now. Um, oh, James, you actually um, brought it to our, uh, um, our attention as well that um, that the BBC is now um, joining up with um, Az- Azurius, if I'm pronouncing. Yeah, the it's name right. Azurius, and uh, they Azurius have started this. Well, it's in beta. Um, this new service called Zudea, which is basically, I guess, it's trying to rival YouTube. Uh, you can buy content, and you can also. Um, download just stuff that people submit but the beauty of it is is that of course uh, it uses BitTorrent you can download it and it's all on your computer and it's all in HD so that would be great. you know all the movie content is anywhere or the the uh, the BBC content will be in HD quality and so you'll to... be able to go on sorry okay, mate no no go ahead finish your thought James I was going to say you'll be able to watch it on anything. It's not just restricted to your computer where you have to use... Because I think the, the Amazon stuff was only Windows Media. Yes, it was, quite it was win- low win- Windows platform only, so you would have to be stock watching it on, you know, on, on that. On your, yeah, on your computer, whereas this you could hook it up to your telly or, or burn it to a DVD or you know, just the file, not having to bother um, you know, uh, converting it to DVD quality or anything and watch it on your HD TV or whatever because that's the way that everything is going these days. Um, but it, Amazon, they got the right idea, but I think they just got it wrong in terms of people don't want to watch small, poor quality uh, stuff on their computers. They and, want and you could big, only watch it for... Quality. A certain period of time. Yeah, I mean, a few was, days or something, yeah, or a few weeks. Like or, yeah, it was just... It's the whole Microsoft thing, man. Just like with yeah, the, Zoom, the Zoom, like, you can <laughs> you can share your music, which is completely flopped out, yeah. by the way, which you can, like, transfer music, which you can only listen to three times, and then after three days or whatever, it yeah, goes out. Yeah, three times or three days or whatever comes Whichever first. comes first, basically. And then it so disappears. Every time they, they, these kind of things come along where um, someone tries to market something and put limits on it, you, you, they clearly show that they had some kind of meeting somewhere and no one listened to what regular people want. It's like, well, yeah. what if we only gave people three chances to listen? And no one had the guts to stand up in the meeting and go, that's, that's really dumb. Crap. Yeah, yeah well, no one's going to want to do the that. the Zoom players that they're paying, what is it, Universal? They're paying... Yeah, this uh, is so for, stupid. Yeah, for every Zoom player that's sold, regardless, it, it, um, Universal, is it Universal? Or, uh, yeah, Universal, Universal Music. It's getting money for for each zone because it assumes that anyone that's buying a Zoom is going to be pirating or it's going to have, you know, illegal music on it. That, that's just an assumption, so they're getting a fee. But this sets a really bad precedence. It does, now, a really bad example yeah, because, because then what you're going to do you're going to have to pay sony you're going to have to pay all the big major record labels and say okay here's what we're going to do our users are pirating your content here's some compensation which they're going to fund through the sales it's so stupid so it's so it, assumptuous it, it assumes that all it, microsoft is assuming all their customers are criminals 
and that's yeah. But they come on. If if you do use Windows, who's going to pay for Windows? Nobody actually well, goes. Well, in the old expression, Windows. it takes one to know one. Exactly. They but know then, what they're now. What's worse like, is that stupid. They're going to start asking of this, uh, maybe of Apple and the iPod, and they're going to yeah. That's exactly my worry. Yeah, and when you shouldn't have to fork out if you're. You know, okay. I'm sure everybody's pirated some music at some point in nah. their lives. Anyone who has a computer, let's be realistic about it. But to say that they are expecting that of their customers and to enforce that on everybody else is just stupid. You're paying a tax for something for for, for being an alleged criminal. Exactly. I mean, you may as well put a tax onto. Uh, media, you may as well put a tax on the computers. You may as well tax people as a tax, not just saying, okay, we're going to have this as a stealth tax to buy the product somewhere. So when you go out and buy it, you don't actually realizing that you're paying Universal or whatever this 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 cash to say, okay, I'm sorry, I'm pirating your music. Because let's face it, proper piraters, people who do download music in on mass, do not listen to it on a on a MP3 player, yeah, and, and certainly not on an iPod or a Zoom. They'll be distributing it, and people will listen to it primarily on their computer. I think it won't be on a, a digital device because that's not how people pirate music. But it's just so silly, and it, it oh, is. it's just we've got off on a, boo, a complete zoom, tangent. Boo, boo the Zoom, boo uh, Microsoft. Uh, a, my, my no offense, your thought... kitten can. Yeah. Um... <laughs> My original thought was to to uh, give a news flash, a Louis Trapani news flash, that he just went HD. Yes, it's pretty cool. Um, and I, what kind of leads me to thinking of this is um, not only because um, there's a um, there's a TNT channel that has HD content, which was just playing um, earlier today. The um, I think it's um, a Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart, and also has oh, Richard awesome. E. Grant in it, who was the the ninth, the alternate ninth Doctor. Alternate if you will. Ninth doctor. <laughs> and it was great seeing it in HD. Um, but the other thing that made me thinking uh, in, in connection to Doctor Who is that there's a Universal HD channel which is showing um, if 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 you know Battlestar Galactica, the new series is is owned by Universal. Well, it's a sci-fi channel, Universal partnership, whatever. But Universal has um it, it's that's that's the one of the studios involved so they're showing hd versions of battlestar galactica but um universal also is um has has a piece of doctor who as far as the doctor who uh 1996 movie goes and it makes that's me true. curious um i just i don't know if they've done it in the past because i wasn't paying attention to it in the past but it makes me curious maybe um what's in store for the future if they might plan to show that at some point I'm sure they will because, uh, well, it's testament to the fact that uh, the sci-fi channels picked up the third series so quickly, uh, even before it's been broadcast in the UK for the first time. But um, it clearly, Doctor Who, from a UK perspective, it seems like it is going down a storm in the US. And I know on our forums people have said uh, that they've only just recently viewed the uh, UK TV movie, the, the, the Paul McGann movie, and loved it. Uh, we reviewed it a, a few short months ago. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that I think as Doctor Who gains popularity, people will want to understand and look back at the older episodes because everybody knows that it's the longest-running British sci-fi, certainly one of the longest-running in the world. So... They want to examine the history, as we were talking about earlier with Ken's friends, who were like, oh, yeah, we want to start from the beginning and everything. So 
you know, I think it will get shown in now, HD at some point, and as it as right as rightly it should. If if it was shot on film, um, which I'm assuming it it, it it was, it could be easily then um, you know translated tra- to HD, digitalized, you know, in HD. Um, but now, speaking of shooting um, in, in in shooting mediums, um, to my understanding, um, Torchwood is shot in HD. And, yes, it is. Yeah. But unfortunately, Doctor, Doctor Who, Who is. I, I heard it wasn't, and I I was just wondering if we have, um, if anyone can fill us in on exactly what's oh, going on with. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping it's wrong. I'm hoping Doctor Who is actually shot in HD, or or um, <sighs> or possibly starting with series two. Uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, heard I don't somewhere know. I don't know. That, that it wasn't. Yeah. That at least the, series the cameras, one wasn't. The cameras that um that we saw in some of the confidentials, I think they're HD cameras because I'm I'm almost certain they weren't 35 millimeters. Yeah. I, you know they weren't uh, any any Panavision cameras. They were more like the the Sony digitals that we saw on the making of um, some of the more recent Star Wars movies. Because we know mm-hmm. either way, eventually they're going to be released either on Blu-ray or HD. We're going to have to buy them all over well, again. Well, they also they have <laughs> to have a shelf life for television once HD is the the main medium. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, thinking ahead, they w- they would shoot it on HD. You know, in preparation to bring out onto HD for, DVD or well, Blu-ray. It is shown in the sixteen by nine aspect ratio. So, I mean, that that would imply that they're, you know that they're forward thinking as far as um, future televisions, you know, format goes. It's concerned, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. If anybody knows the answer to that question. Email us at feedback at podshop.net. Absolutely. I'd love to know. Yeah, good stuff. But speaking of, guys, do you want to head over to some emails? I don't know if there's anything else you guys wanted to sure, chat go ahead. about. Yeah, we've we had to... kind of bounce around as well. Boing, yeah. boing, boing. Oh, this, is of holiday ed- this is the holiday <laughs> edition. There's no, there's no, there's no bouncing. There's no format. Before. We're format free. Woohoo! <laughs> We're not HD at all. We're in, I don't know what the acronym would be, but it'd be rather rude. <laughs> Say, mate, uh, we had some some quite cool uh, emails from people regarding the festive season. Thank you to everybody who has wished us a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We, of course, do the same to all of our wonderful listeners out there, new and old. And uh, I received an email actually not so long ago uh, from a guy called Bill, and he says, Ken, Lou, and James just wanted to wish each of you and yours happy holidays. And then he's attached a lovely little picture of his cat sitting under the Christmas tree, surrounded by an absolute mountain of presents. It looks like something there is from Star Wars. Yeah, a little X-Wing fighter in a package and something else. Yeah, Collection I don't know. Anyway, he goes on to say, Thank you for all the goodness you bring to, uh, to every episode of Podshock. Since I started listening to your podcast back in July of 2005, James Norton's infamous phrase <laughs> forever resonates in my head. When it comes to anything Doctor Who related, from books and videos to the latest news and Doctor Who events from each and every one of us to enjoy. That's fantastic, mate. It is here that I give Doctor Who Podshock five out of five James Norton praises. (laughs) Fantastic, fantastic, mate. Mm, ah, and fantastic indeed. Uh, a big heartfelt thanks for an awesome 2006 full of all things Doctor Who. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a very safe, prosperous new year. May 2007 fulfill your greatest wishes, hopes, dreams, and much more, more. 
much, much more, I should say. Fantastic indeed. Peace, Bill, who is from Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. So cheers, mate. That's yes. very kind. Yes, that's a very thoughtful and um, a lovely um, holiday uh, greeting he sent us. And that's yeah, awesome. yeah. He quotes yeah. uh, William Hartnell as the first doctor in, in the, his little signature line, just go forward in your beliefs and prove to me I'm not mistaken in mine. It is very cool. Cheers, mate. Yeah, we've we've had quite a few different emails. I'm just kind of struggling to find it was, them. Uh, we had a... Brian had. I don't know if um, if he sent it to the uh, to the feedback address or maybe just to me. Uh, but it's it's addressed, you know, for uh, um, I think it's addressed to all of us. Wishing you the best during the holiday season. Thanks for another great year of Doctor Who Podshock. Um, uh, Brian Stearns, who's um, who was one of our first, I think, feedback people from Alton, New Hampshire. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, he sent in several things and he became for quite some time in the early days uh, a regular contributor, but we hadn't heard from him in a while. So that's yeah. really cool that and, he's uh, got back in touch. And uh, Speaking of which, um, we haven't had any in recent months, So, just, and since it's that time of the year, just, a, just to let everyone know, if, if you are feeling generous, we do have a contribute um, button on our website to help us, um, you know, help um defer. pay the expenses and defer the expenses of uh, doing the podcast and website and all that and though you're not required to it's always um we're always appreciative and thankful to those that do um make a difference and we'll acknowledge you on our podcast unless you tell us otherwise mm. have to start with pledge drives <laughs> <laughs> you receive this lovely mug or oh, these holiday bells oh but it's not <laughs> Good God, no! Um, <laughs> but anyway, also I must I have to say, there's an area of the site which has become rather stagnant of like I guess because we haven't mentioned it in a while, or because lots of people have their little pins in there. But that uh, is, of yes. course, the, the Frapper map. Yes, we've not had anybody pin in for ages, and um, you know uh, it's kind of gotten a bit stagnant of late. So it'd be great to see some more people heading over to Podshop.net and sticking there in the map and showing us where they're from because we've got listeners from all over the globe and it's yeah. great to see we really appreciate it when people head over there and just show us where we where all our lovely listeners come from and yeah. where we yeah. can uh, mm-hmm. meet the, you guys it's cool. the frapper address is uh, frapper.com slash podshock and, yeah. and, and you can also get to it through our website yes, I think absolutely. on the right hand yes. side yeah, her so. e-card you guys, I know, received what? the e-card. I yeah, know. that's what I was actually saying. Is that I, I know that Jill sent us an e-card. Oh, yes, yeah. Thank <laughs> her for that, that which yes. was really good fun and a good laugh. Because um, I think she's she's done that for the past few years now as well. It's been very cool. Yes. Jody. Judy. Judy, sorry. Judy, sorry. Oh, God, I'm terrible with names. Sorry. I, I don't have the e-card up. And I'm, well, Jill also so emailed us as well, um, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting confused in my brain. It's very easy for me to do. Uh, I do apologize, Judy. Um, that's what that's of course, Sasai Sticks on the forum. Yes. Yeah, there you go. See, I know who you are, really. I'm not... <laughs> I'm just having a bit of a brain fart. I do apologize. And uh, we're also now on the Dig Podcasting Directory. And um, um, War and Peace, as he's known in our forums, first brought it to our attention that they added a podcast directory. And you can go to dig, dig that's with two G's, D-I-G-G dot com, and go to the podcast directory, and you can dig us. And we'll dig you back. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm I'm sifting through the email as we're speaking and seeing what else we have. Uh, going back all the way into November already, jeez. Yeah, well, we're sort of behind. You know what? After the holidays, obviously, we're it's Christmas Eve. It's the holiday season, and we're um, it's kind of ironic because our last podcast, uh, which was actually recorded at the end of November. Uh, so it's been about three weeks since we did a recording, but in that feedback section, we had someone write asking whether or not podcast our real life interferes with podcasts and getting our ability to get podcasts out. Obviously, it does. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that answers the question definitively. Yes. Not doing a show in about a month, but yeah, no, but it, you know, um, we we try our best, and of course we're very busy people. I'm sure our listeners, well, I know our listeners do appreciate the fact that we do put out shows um, as frequently as we do, and and the, the length that we do. So um, we just have to apologise for any lapses in in content every now and then. But of course, I'm sure people appreciate that because it is the the holiday season, as you as you say in uh, in the US, that uh, things are a bit kind of crazy, but. Uh, we will try our best because loads is going on in Doctor Who right now to, to put out some more shows in the next coming weeks uh, while I'm back in the UK. And as we said earlier, while well, we kind of alluded to it, there is some interesting news that we do have to tell you, provided that everything goes in place and uh, just stay tuned. Uh, you'll know about stuff when things do happen, believe me, because um, it, it is quite interesting and quite good stuff. So uh, stay mm -hmm. tuned for that. But I don't think we've any got anything else really to say, gentlemen. I don't know about you chaps. Unless um, uh, we've missed out any emails or well, anything interesting pertaining to yeah, the holiday we, season. Uh, we had mentioned that um, that Christopher Eccleston was going to be appearing in, in Heroes. and uh, Oh, yes. And Darth Skeptical has reported more on that. Um, buried deep in an interview over at leading comic uh, news site, Comic Book resources is a tantalizing suggestion that Christopher Eccleston has already appeared on Heroes. In a uh, 4th of December interview with Joe um, uh, Pekansky, if I'm, I'm mispronouncing it, I'm sorry, and Aaron Coletti, um, two of the show's writers, producers, interviews how diff and the interviews ask how difficult it is to write for an invisible character like Claude. Uh, their response, it's, um, let's talk more about um, more about this after you meet the guy. Wait a minute, he's invisible. Uh, what do you say if you haven't met him? Hmm. So, <laughs> I, I guess this implies that 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 he may be maybe appearing in is the wrong word to use. You know? <laughs> he might be in the show, although it might not be, be appearing on, on the show. Yeah, disappearing. I, 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 again, I don't watch the series, so I have no idea, you know, I don't know anything about no, it. No, I've but... been meaning to get into it, because I've heard good things yeah, about it. Yeah, same here. It's and not been broadcast in the UK as yet. I think I heard, so. I don't know how it's, um, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, you can actually watch episodes on um, on a, on their website, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, right. You can, so I need to kind of catch up on that. Because... And I know iTunes is carrying it as well, yes. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got an email from David in uh, Melbourne, Australia, uh, about, he says he's oh. a big Blake 7 fan, and that, that leads me to the soon-to-be-released soon <laughs> very, uh, very Odd Shock spinoff of Blake 7, one-off of Blake <laughs> 7. 
Uh, so, and he, he brought me up to speed on some audios, and I wanted to thank him for that. And he says, enjoy the Christmas break. David in Melbourne, Australia. Remember, do not feed the flying pests. And to that I say, Dizzy Dalek. <laughs> for those of you going back to Evil of the Daleks. Yes, thanks a lot for the email. That's very cool. Uh, just another um, mention in between Podshocks, if they're gaps, we're, we're, and even if they're not gaps, everyone's always welcome to go to our website, podshock.net or gallifrandembassy.org, because uh, there's always a flurry of activity going on. And I know we've been absent the last couple of weeks, and we haven't been reporting on this whole advent calendar leading up to Runaway Bride. Yeah. There's, uh, the Doctor Who website has been posting each day new trinkets of um, Doctor Who-related um, Trinkets, yeah. I don't know how else to call it, <laughs> but they're different yeah. things. Each, I mean, sometimes it's a trailer, sometimes it's a game, sometimes it's, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, just like an advent uh, calendar. Uh, there, there, are uh, desktop pictures that you can download. There were greeting cards. There were well, each day there was something games, new. Games, all sorts, yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. So um, the quizzes and um, so check it out. I'm sure they're probably going to. I'm assuming they'll probably keep it up even after Runaway Bride is transmitted. So uh, yeah, they're usually be, quite good with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll be there'll be an archive of it somewhere on the site, even if it doesn't appear on the main page anymore. And there'll so. probably be additional content once the episode airs. Yeah. So, so even though we weren't podcasting, all this was being um, being kept up to date What's in our forums. On, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I want to you know thank everyone for contributing to our forums and keeping the site lively and and um, and newsworthy. So um, thank you to all our listeners. You are our featured people. It's just like Time Magazine. You are our... Yeah, you're the... Yeah, you're the, such a, of the it's a cop-out thing. But <laughs> yes. It's, it's, a, it's a good cop-out. It's saying we recognize you, even if it is a way of us no, not what they, to No, they wanted a sidestep controversy, is what they yeah. tried to do. You know? And then Time Magazine <laughs> well, has too. done that in 2001, and no disrespect to Rudy Giuliani, but in 2001, they wanted to make Osama bin Laden the man of the year. And the people were like, that's terrible. And they sidestepped it. Well, they did the same thing this year. You know, yeah, well, put- yeah, they have a history of doing that. They, 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 was it 1983? I think it was um, Steve Jobs was going to be it. And they made the computer man of the year. <laughs> yeah, something stupid like that. As if to say, well, you know who it is really. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, I say that go. David Tennant is man of the year for 2006. How about that? <laughs> yeah, why not? Does that make Billy Piper woman of the year? Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, and we have the pronounce that we have the correct pronunciation of uh, Freema Adjaman, or I, I, I believe that's how it's we pronounced. We thought that's how we <laughs> we thought so until yeah. Lewis just tried it. <laughs> yeah, until Lewis flubbed it. But yeah, Adjaman or something. I don't know. It's um. Go ahead. I'm sure we'll find out. It's, it's in our it's in our forums. Um, we have um. There, there's a there's a clip of her speaking her name. So. Um, if I'm just going by memory. Here. Is this in the list of companions by any chance, Lewis? I'm not sure where it was posted now. Um, I'm just looking for it. Same here. Uh, and while you're doing that, I want to point out that Icon 26 is coming up March 23rd, 24th, and 25th, 2007 at SUNY Stony Brook. Uh, Podshock will return. As of now, there are no guests listed, and you can always take an opportunity to fire off an email to Icon, um, their uh, webmaster at iconsf.org, or their, one of their various emails, and say, hey, how about a Doctor Who guest? Here it is. I found it. I'm sorry. Go, I'm just no, please. By it's, all means. It's, um, so we do, 
it's it's in our dot in general dot who chatter section in our forums and um and if if you will if, if i can i can actually play it i won't play the whole thing i'll just her introduction of her name <laughs> freema adjaman um doctor who's new companion freema adjaman there you go Freema. from her words from Adjaman. her mouth herself so I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think I've been pronouncing it right all this time. As strangely as down, dumbfounded <laughs> as I am. As strangely as I am. I do stumble around. <laughs> by, by coincidence, I do stumble around, stumble across the correct pronunciation once in a while. <laughs> there we go. That's quite cool. Interesting stuff. Thanks for that, mate. Adjuman, there you go. Now you know. Okay, well, um, we're going to be returning to our regular format very soon. It's um, next week is actually a new year, and <laughs> well, soon enough, and a new earth, a new, a new, 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 yes, and we will be uh, reviewing the Runaway Bride. Yes, yeah, it should and be good. Looking forward to it. We also have other little trinkets that will be now. I'm going to that's the word of the day: trinkets. <laughs> <laughs> that will be um, it, it, upcoming too. We have a um, a review of Chicago Tardis that took place um, last uh, about three weeks ago, and um, other, oh, cool. Other uh, we have audio feedback lined up for you. We have uh, reviews. We have um, we're going to be reviewing a, a DVD soon, and um, mm. as Ken said, Runaway Bride and lots of other stuff lined up for you. It's all kicking off, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. There you go. You've got nothing to be disappointed about. But well, boys, anyway, I, I want to wish on. you both a happy Christmas and uh, look forward exactly to talking to you in the new year. Yes. Definitely. Have a fantastic <laughs> one, guys. And same to all of our wonderful listeners out there. Yes, Have a great absolutely. one. Absolutely. I hope that uh, Santa brings you some Doctor Who trinkets. As <laughs> yes, <Texas> indeed. <laughs> Tomorrow is also the day for trinkets. There you go. It certainly is. So, a happy and healthy. New Year and holiday season. Indeed. All right. Cheers. Oh, oh, oh. You've been listening to Doctor Who Podshock by the fan-run GallifreyanEmbassy.org. Doctor Who is owned and trademarked by the BBC. Podshock is not affiliated with the BBC in any way. Come back next week for another exciting and informative episode of Doctor Who Podshock. You can email us at feedback at podshock.net. No idea. I'm glad we got away. What were they doing? Your guess is as good as mine. Let's hope we never land there again. Here we are. What's this? Well, we so rarely get a chance to celebrate, but this time we must. Celebrate? Yes. It's Christmas. Don't you remember the police station? Christmas? So it was, yes. Here's a toast. A happy Christmas to all of us. <laughs> Same to you, Doctor. <laughs> Incidentally, a happy Christmas to all of you at home.